that's important to mention too is like there's there is a little bit of cleanup that has to go on around your mag your magnetism because you have to clean up decisions you have to clean up leaky energy and once you clean that up then it's like i want to say a windfall but it's just who you are is now you're available for the bigger things to come in welcome to wealthy and aligned by human design the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So this week, I have four out of my six inner circle ladies on the podcast to share their story around success. And each one of them came into this room with big visions and goals. And each one of them have experienced a level of success that before stepping into this space felt far off. And in just five months, we've seen amazing triumphs. And I just had to have them on the podcast to share their story with you. I know when I was starting my own business journey, I lived for podcasts like the one you're about to hear because they just gave me such inspiration and hope for my own success. So I hope you'll listen, take their stories and see how each one applies to you and where you are right now. So we'll go around and introduce ourselves and I'll ask each one of you a couple of questions to go a bit deeper on your journeys. But Before we get in too deep, I'm going to give real quick an intro for each one of the ladies here. So for those of you listening, you can get a feel for how the rest of the podcast is going to go. So Denise is having issues with her internet, so she's not here actually, Um, but she started in frustration and despair, just really upset with herself at her past decisions, not feeling like she was really worth raising her prices and truly stepping into becoming the seven-figure coach. Denise went from a $5,000 group offer to closing multiple $15,000 private coaching clients. And then just recently, she closed her first $25,000 private client. Now, Amy was struggling with having low ticket offers, inconsistent sales, and not really seeing a way to pay off her debt, moving into CEO energy for her lifestyle brand. And she was able to double her hourly rate and close $15,000 referral contracts in her business. So real quick, Amy, how many jobs do you do for this builder a year? Um, Gosh, like at least 10, I want to say, like with what I've been doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a job is worth anywhere from 10 to 20,000, right? At least. Yep. Yeah. Starting. Mm-hmm. So we'll just start there. <laughs> yep. And Francine, she started with a duct taped together business and income structure for her life. And as soon as we started working together, Alignment decided to say, okay, time to start breaking shit. And we've had to make some massive commitments and decisions to walk headfirst into the fire. And she would probably agree that my coaching has not always been the most fun and probably felt a bit counterintuitive at times. But now she's hiring team that she needs in order to manage her hair salon and gives her the space that she needs to rest her projector aura and launch her true soul's passion in her different offers. So she runs a multi six-figure hair salon and now steps into a future where she is done hustling behind the chair and gets to step into her projector genius and guiding her business to a whole new level. Now, Kelly, she's been on the podcast before. We've been working together for almost two years now, and we've just committed to another year of working together. There's honestly not much we haven't done together. And early on with her first offers, she was able to close 16,000 in a single week. We've done a lot of inner work to get where Kelly now feels the gift of what being an aligned reflector feels like. And now she naturally just sits in abundance with who she's become. Kelly, how much do you think in total you would say you've been able to attract since working together over the last two years? Probably 2 million. Yeah. Okay. So Rachel, she started with no sales. I think it was like eight months of no real engagement or sales. She's just kind of a slump in her business. And she's seen a record increase in her engagement, consults booked. She's now a pay in full coach, doubling her prices. And since working together over the last four months, she's closed over $30,000. Her confidence has skyrocketed. She now sees herself as an essential coach in her industry. So 
As you can see, we have a stacked room and I'm super excited to go into everyone's journey a bit deeper. And my hope and goal for doing this podcast is to show those who listen to me out there that it's possible for you too. And the only difference between these ladies and their success is a few aligned decisions. Okay, so since Denise is not here, let's start with Amy. So Amy, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone who you are, your energy type, and what your business journey has been like before you came into the inner circle and what it looks like now since being in the inner circle. Awesome. Okay. So my name is Amy Pottinger and I'm a man gen manifesting generator six, two. Um, and I found, let me think about this. I always find the best people through podcasts. So I found <laughs> you through a podcast on an airplane and started working with you in different capacities. I think I got, I think I did a different group at the beginning of the year. And then I did inner circle now. And, um, we've talked before in coaching how I, I lovingly say I'm a guru hopper. I love getting information. I love learning from people that know things I don't, especially in terms of um, human design and gene keys. And so um, what I have loved the most, one of my very favorite things is that I feel like you are teaching me how to become my own guru and using human design and gene keys to do those things and to see what I already have in my tool belt. So yeah. That has kind of been like my overarching theme, I feel like in our work, you know, mm -hmm. lots of nitty gritty in there, but it's just, it's, that's been the difference I've seen. I've done lots of coaching programs and this and that, and that's been invaluable. So, yeah. So when we started, um, you were just kind of feeling what? I don't so, want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. So typical manifesting generator energy, which like all <laughs> over the place. 10,000 fires, so many different things. I was, I mean, if not burnt out on the edge of burnout, for sure, um, lacking a bit of focus, because I think I originally came to you thinking I wanted to do this other thing. And then yeah. you were like, you need to focus here. And I was like, I do. <laughs> I do need to focus <laughs> here. And so it's, you know, the aligned decisions, but also the clarity of knowing, you know, the direction of which those decisions are going in relation to your strategy and authority and kind mm -hmm. of learning more so how to use that. Because for me as an emotional authority, which I am, so shout out to all my emotional authority people, because it's taken me a minute to really understand what that even means for me Yeah. and in light of decisions. And so like, that's been huge too, is knowing where to focus, feeling like this is the right focus for me and then just diving in hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And we've done a lot of work with the um, inner child. Yeah. And I yeah. Mean, what I've seen is just your self-trust, your confidence has skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. um, you're having conversations now in rooms that are being heard and you're taken seriously. Yes. The energy has just shifted once I shifted mine. Like that's been the most, you know, and that has come definitely through inner child work. And I don't know if it's an MG thing, inner child and shadow, but I was always like, sure, I can do a little bit of that, whatever. You know, I want to get on and like actually do something. <laughs> And then yeah. once I paused and was like, really, really dove in and really focused on that and then made, you know, aligned decisions from that work, that was huge. Like yeah. going, going that direction was huge. Yeah. A lot of it was really getting clear on your vision and yes. looking at like, what was your life like in real time right now? And how could we get you closer to the real goal you had? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And not chasing after, you know, so getting right into it. I mean, my culture gate, it was the shadow of distraction. And that was one of the first things I feel like we tackled. And for me, it was where to focus, right. And where to, where to put that energy. And once I feel like I kind of locked that down, that was a huge shift for me. And I know everyone comes at this work differently and, and goes, you know, differently through their sequence of, of gene keys or whatever, but that's kind of where I feel like I started. And once I started there, I was able to go, you know, keep going, keep diving in. Um, but yeah, like focusing that energy has been huge. Yeah. We had to do some, um, well, with all of us here, we've had to do some major work in the beginning to kind of sort out the plan on how you were going to achieve your goal. How did that? Yes. Fall? And I, oh, terrible. So a lot of it for me was cleanup. <laughs> it was just like clean. That was actually in my notes of this podcast to mention because it's going back, you know, it's a manifesting generator again kind of trudging ahead and doing things and going back and correcting some steps I should have done 
earlier and kind of also correcting misaligned decisions, right? Because that's part of the work too, is you have to do a bit of cleanup. And honestly, I'm still doing that. I'm still finding little areas here and there, but all those little tiny cleanups that to me feel little tiny add up very quickly and add up to a whole new energy, a whole new result. And it's worth the work of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because this past year for me has been clean up the MG energy. Mm-hmm. Noah has come in and been like, okay, well, all of this, we can't go any further because all of this needs to be cleaned up. So totally relate. it's painful to slow down. <laughs> it's painful yes. to slow down for us especially, but it always, always pans out in the end. Yeah, but worth it. And I feel like I am, I'm starting to see, I've seen little things along the way, but I'm especially feeling like I'm starting to see it now. Like once diving in deeper with the inner circle and focusing on it even more on that cleanup, I'm starting to see the results and it's just beginning. I feel like it's just going to keep coming. Yeah. 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 Well, you've just had those major wins, which is so fun. Super fun. I'm really, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. So how much do you think you're going to close this year? Um, I would say at this point, at least an extra 50 grand above my projected earnings of, and I'm, I'm saying at least because it's still kind of coming in. I've had since, I think even we talked, Daniel, I've had like four new client inquiries separately from what we've talked about. So like, it just keeps coming. So I'm going to start with that. Yeah. <laughs> they, like maybe we could keep, keep. Yeah. I think so. that's important to mention too, is like, there's, there is a little bit of cleanup that has to go on around your magnet, your magnetism. Because you have to clean up decisions, you have to clean up leaky energy. And once you clean that up, then it's like, I want to say a windfall, but it's just who you are is now you're available for the bigger things to come in. Mm -hmm. And I'll say even having, that's why you have a coach is because I feel like I couldn't even see all the leaky energy as much as I love to dive in and read and read all the things, listen to all the podcasts. It's having someone that knows like your situation, knows Mm. what you're doing and can help. Like, cause there were things I I feel like I didn't really see until we talked about it. And then I'm like, Oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say, what would you say that your biggest shift has been for you over the last five months? I would say that one. Yeah, there's been, there's been, it's hard <laughs> I know. Been a lot, um, but I, okay. I'll say the most recent one because I feel like it was major. And for me, it was stepping into the gift of my sun gate and really like stepping into it and really um, moving from shadow to gift there, because I feel like I've done other, and I, like, I remember we first started doing this work. I, you know, what do you say? It's 70% or 80% of, you know, who you are. It's yeah, such a big 70. deal. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading it and be like, I just don't understand this. And so I would read it, contemplate it, move on. And in the meantime, other things were shifting. I feel like that got me there. But I feel like in just the past even couple of weeks, I've, it, it's all clicked together of what I've been doing, living in the shadow of that and how to move it. And I've done it. And I've like, I felt it like, I want to say instantly. I don't know if it was instantly, but I felt that change in me and the change in how people receive me, people who I've been dealing with for years is it's a whole new energy. It's just, it's incredible. And so for me, that sun gate was huge because I feel like that kind of tripped me up for a while. Mm -hmm. And then once I got it, it was like, wow, like this is all. And I think all the work we've done has led up to that. You of know, like course, it, yeah. All the inner shadow, all the you know inner child, or what, and shadow healing work. And mm-hmm. I don't think I could have seen that without doing that other work. It's all you know, all those layers of that. But that has been the biggest thing I feel like I've felt is the ability to do that and realize that that gift is not only beneficial to me and how much it benefits everyone else around me. It benefits my clients. It's what my clients want from me. Like that is, I am doing them a disservice by not being who I am and yes. that yes. owning it and realizing it in light of that has just been huge shift for me. Well, it's that time again. I've opened up applications to my private inner circle mastermind room beginning January, 2024. This room is for those of you who are ready to not just smash your income goals with less hustle and lifestyle compromise, but for those looking to step into meaningful work in the 
This round, I'm hosting a two-day live event in beautiful, sunny SoCal, where we'll meet face-to-face and collaborate to embody a deeper state of wealth energy as we head into the next level of your success. Due to the high-touch nature of this room, we give you our all for the entire six months. Space is limited. Applications close November 30th, so find out everything you need to know at the link in the show notes. I can't wait to see who I get to lock arms with in 2024. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like you said, it's just beginning. Just <laughs> beginning. Okay, let's go to Francine. So go ahead and tell everyone who you are, your energy type, and what your business journey has been. Okay, so I am Francine Thompson. Um, I am a 5-1 projector. And I have been in the beauty industry for 25 years and most recently have um, operated a salon and retail space and... I offer coaching for salon owners as well as like an academy style container for stylists. Okay. Yeah. So recently you just had to make another big decision. Really, you decided to go transition from your full-time work behind the chair. And I did. Today yeah. is my first day, <laughs> not behind the chair. <laughs> Numero uno, it's going good. Um, no, it's been it's been um, a probably a five year journey to this point, and I would not have transitioned if it wasn't for this group. Honestly, mm. uh, I, I know that that wouldn't have happened for me. Yeah. Um, you know, when I first came into this this container, I was a projector working sixty hour work weeks. Um, you know, managing my household, my kids, I have another property management company. And I was getting, I was thinking that was success. Um, it felt like I was in alignment. I remember thinking I'm in alignment. This is, this is what alignment looks like for, for the entire generator world out there. You know, this is what it looks like. It's not what it looks like for a projector. You know, I realized that's not success for a projector. I was finding that I was in a complete rut, I wasn't seeing any traction anywhere in my life, Mm. um, in any of my businesses, in any of my relationships. And, and yet I couldn't understand why, because I thought that I was operating out of this false sense of alignment. Mm. So what do you think has been your biggest struggle? Well, I'll tell you that, um, taking off that generator energy and stepping fully into my projector energy has been the biggest, um, blessing. And yet when you have so much disorder in your life and you're trying to write it all at the same time, I'm talking about years, decades of living a certain way. And I'm trying to correct that all within a few months. It feels so hard. It, it feels so just unbelievably hard. And I think that was, that was my struggle and it has been my struggle and probably will continue to be for a little bit. Like Amy was saying a lot of cleanup. Mm-hmm. In the in the beginning, in these first few months, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm always thankful for you because you redirect me with your no nonsense love. But you also see me for who I am, and um, and that's been a a great encouragement on this journey so far. Yeah, I mean, your body was really starting to give out. I was I was honestly finding that I thought that the the sacrifice that i was um the the sacrifice i was allowing my body to give was bringing my success so basically i thought that my success i had i could have one or the other i could be healthier i could have financial success mm. so i was continuing to um accept that my body was just going to fail me and i was going to live with these ailments and then i would get laid out on my ass every once in a while and have to take you know a couple of weeks to recuperate and that was just going to be my life Yeah. Like low level, tolerating a low level of just not self. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause your body is the most, that's how you stay magnetic is your body. And Mm -hmm. I think we just had a call in the high frequency formula where another projector was like, you know, what I notice is when I don't work hard, all the opportunities come to me. I was like, yeah, that's how (laughs) it works for projectors, but it's hard to like not do the thing. It's hard to do the opposite of what you've been told to do. It's also hard when you've been brought up in a society that that you know generators get acclaimed for their their ability to multitask and to handle a lot, and they maybe don't need as much rest as somebody like I, like I do. And growing up in the family of origin that that I come from, um, being a hard worker, and you know from the time I was 
probably 10 years old. Uh, I was working was alongside my mom at her job. So it was, it was um, something that was praised. It was glorified. Mm-hmm. And when I would step into that role of guide, mentor, projectors tend to kind of read a room and know what's going on before anybody else picks up on it. Uh, Those qualities were not, they were almost ridiculed in me, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I just denied them very early on. Yeah, I didn't want anything to do with them. I thought that they were going to bring me criticism Mm -hmm. and I, and I fully stepped into what was bringing me praise. Mm-hmm. It took yeah. me a long time to get back. I mean, it was, if it wasn't for this group, I wouldn't have, have seen that and recognized that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've been willing to lean in the entire time. Like even when it's like, what the heck they're telling me to do <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Or like slow yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, my life, I feel like two months in completely exploded. Yes, it did. <laughs> I mean, it did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had, um, a lot going on all at the same time with with my husband's job and my own health and uh, some family stuff going on. So I had I had employees leaving, and even in the short amount of time since then, I look back and I see I see that I'm still in the process, but I also see that there is a real reason for these things to have to go yeah. and to create space because already I'm upgrading in those areas. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it happens to every single person, depending on how far out of alignment you are, but it happens to every single person. As soon as you, because we started this room with a vision and as soon as you make like this vision, set it in stone, you write it, you say it, it's like a 10 commandments, right? It's like, it's seen by the universe as law. So it will do, the universe will do whatever it takes to move you closer to that vision And I think what happens with people who don't have rooms like this is they do their New Year's resolution or they do their big visions or their, you know, their uh, projections for their business. And they don't realize that the universe is working for them. But in order for those things to happen, a lot of stuff will have to go away so that it can happen. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you think has been your biggest takeaway so far? Well, let's go back to this. Just the other day you voxered me and you were like, I didn't realize my numbers. So you thought it had been a certain number, but you made like, what, $100,000 more than you thought? Yes. Yeah. So I I just, you know, I was, yeah, (laughs) I was like reviewing my numbers for for the quarter and I thought it was going to be about $100,000 less than what it ended up being. And so, uh, but, you know, when you talk about creating magnetism, I... I have had five new stylists come into my business within the last probably 30 days Um, without, and I ran a a pretty strict recruiting um, system prior to this, uh, but I don't even think that they came in through that system. It's Mm. like they found me. They, Mm. they just called and said, Hey, are you hiring? And their quality. So all of a sudden I'm attracting this type of, employee into my business that for a long time, um, I struggled to attain. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was, that was huge. Too. Should I talk about other things that have gone well? Or are you doing that at an, at if a you want, point? yeah, I want you to, whatever you want to bring up that you think like got you to where you are for sure. Well, I feel like a lot of these things I'm like in the process with, to be honest with you. Um, the the fact, you know, that I've had these little things like that, a hundred grand and, you know, I had like a paid in full trip to Jamaica just, just given to me the other day um, for me and my husband. I know, just like silly little things like that. Um, you know, I, I had been asked to be a guest speaker for a popular distribution company. I get to do that on Monday and I'm super psyched about that because that was, um, something that I had sort of put out there. I would say that's a direct manifestation because I had, I had definitely journaled about this and, um, kind of put that out there to the universe to bring that to me. And what's happening is you've, you're making room for it now. Yeah. Like there's room for those things to show up, the aligned invitations, the opportunities, the things that your soul is really wanting to experience in this world. And I think that it's not a coincidence that those things showed up the week that I decided to step away from my, my work behind the chair and step more into my projector role. Was that before or after Noah introduced the projector method to you? It was on the same call. 
Mm-hmm. It was on the, he, he literally said to me, oh, wait, Danielle um, said November 1st was going to be your, you guys decided November 1st was going to be your last day. And then you kind of like pushed it out. And I was like, I was like, yeah, he said, you've been sick for a week. So you didn't work November 1st yet. So why don't you just keep your original commitment? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's all that. the ways the universe is showing up to like hold yeah. you to what it is that your soul is actually calling for because the mind is coming in and, and trying to keep you in that conditioned generator space. Right. And I mean, what I've seen, Francine, is a discipline in your alignment. Like, and, and when I say discipline, I know what that is because the first couple of years of my experiment, I was like, damn, if I'm going to do this, I've got to go all in on this. I can't be wishy-washy. So I've seen that discipline with you. We've, we've cleaned up a lot of leaky decisions, but you're seeing the result of cleaning up the, the leaky decisions. Honestly, getting on the podcast today was me not breaking a promise to myself Mm. and this group. And, you know, cause I, I would have insecurities about being in the process about a lot of this and being yeah. vulnerable about a lot of this. And, yeah. um, I just, I knew it's almost a game at this point. It's like, it's, it really is that dance with the universe. It's like, if, if I show up, then the universe shows up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, when I show up now, I have this expectation, like, all right, what's next? What's going <laughs> to drop out of the sky next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to be very clear. All of these ladies are in a process, right? All we, and I'm in a process. We're all in a process. There's always going to be something more that we want for our life. The universe is always going to just meet you where you meet yourself. And that's what you're seeing. The universe will meet you right where you meet yourself. And it's just the things that you can't even, you don't even know that you want are right around the corner. Like the things that you have no idea are calling for your soul to become in this world and step into in this world are right around the corner when you show up a little bit more every single day. So I feel like you've become a really good energy reader. I feel like you've been able to like see the, become aware of the way the universe is playing with you a little bit more instead of being like um, taken, take sucked in to the circumstances that happen. You've been able to see it as more of, like you said, a game. And I really feel that you're able to now see the difference between bitterness, run down bitterness and success. Like, and you say little things like a hundred thousand dollars more, but like to other people that is, wow, that's the universe taking care of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and just to piggyback on what you were just saying, you know, my husband went through this, this job shift that cut his income in half and it changed his role within his company as well. And at the time I was going to, I was, I, I mean, I got our, on our calls crying. I mean, I was just thought it was over for us, you know, and <laughs> I do looking back the past couple months have been very hard for me in particular, as I'm working through this process, like specifically um, the shifts that have gone on in my life. And because his role has changed in his company, he has picked up a tremendous amount of slack so that I could really authentically take my time to work through this process Mm -hmm. a lot of rest a lot of downtime and he's been able to be there because this happened so I I know that there's many layers to why this happened but I'm so thankful that it happened when it did because it gave me the time and the space to be in this work yeah okay Rachel so go ahead and tell everyone who you are your energy type and what your business journey has been. Yeah, sure. So I'm Rachel. I'm a 4-6 generator, and I am a mindset coach for founders and executives, primarily in the startup space. And when I came into Inner Circle, I was feeling quite stuck. I was in a negative generator plateau because I think that we talked about the difference between like a good plateau, a happy plateau, where you're just at a pause. I was in a different phase of the cycle and kind of enjoying, um, you know, the rewards of your efforts. And then there's the bad plateaus where you just feel stuck and sort of motionless and energy was really low. And, um, you know, I didn't have no clients. I didn't have no revenue. I did have clients. I did have recurring revenue. Mm -hmm. That was the thing. My model was like recurring clients, recurring revenue. People had been with me for a long time, um, some over a year. And I loved that, but the energy in my business was just really stagnant Mm -hmm. and I wasn't excited. I wasn't lit up. 
And I wasn't holding very big goals. I was Mm -hmm. kind of holding small goals for myself. And at the same time, starting to feel frustrated by what I was receiving, what I was achieving, what I had. Um, And I'd never been in a position before where I had felt like I can't do better. I can't do more. But for some reason, my energy was in such like a a poor, depleted space that Mm -hmm. I really for the first time was doubting my ability to create more. Like I wasn't connected to a vision that excited me and I'd never really experienced that before in my yeah. life. Yeah. Very hardworking generator. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you pointed out that that was a plateau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did it feel like for any generator who's listening and thinking maybe they they might be in a plateau? Dude, it was a hideous feeling. I just felt lifeless. I felt really like I felt sort of stuck almost like I was like in a box and like pressed like I didn't really have that much strength to press out of it like there was just very little on the horizon that excited me it was a little bit like depressing in a way there was just very little energy yeah so what do you think was coming in here what do you think was the shift uh, the the commitment energy that you inspire and that you carry I realized that that was a really big key for me because part of me had been sort of um, persuaded out of certain coaching models that I wasn't so sure I I felt aligned with. Mm. And when I came into the inner circle, I obviously made a big financial commitment and I was so excited and turned on by it. And I realized (laughs) how good it felt for me. Yes. For me to have skin in the game and to really be called forward into something a lot bigger. And so I started to, to hold the same standard in my business and for my clients and to really up the the commitment with people who are coming into my space um, from scratch. And um, that for me was profound. Yeah. I, I never realized I needed it. Isn't that funny? Cause I, I mean, I realized too, like with, when I was looking over our journey, I was like, I mean, she shows up confident, disciplined, organized, like truly an embodiment of CEO energy. That's a compliment because I, on the back end, like the shadow I deal with is of course, doubt and worry and questioning, especially as I step into bigger vision, bigger roles that comes up for me automatically every time. And I think I've had to learn um, through this last four or five months that there's a difference between um, feeling good and actually being aligned and being magnetic. And I always knew that, but I'm really seeing that a lot in this container. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think was um, the thing that kind of turned the knob on? Because you had amazing engagement, you have, mm-hmm. and now you're you have amazing um, turnout, really, with your brand. So, what do you think was that? kick? Was it part of the human design? Was it a part of your chart that you can lean into? What do you think Mm. it was? You know, I think that firstly, I should just clarify that that was actually my ultimate goal coming into the mastermind. It was being confident in expressing myself and selling my program and feeling like I was capable of attracting people to my work through my content, through my presence online, because I had some hangups and some limiting beliefs about the space that I'm in, and it is different to a lot of coaching niches, executive coaching, it's not as common to see personal brands in that space. It's more of a referral-based business, and that's how I've been operating. But I had this deep desire to have a brand and to be able to attract people into my work and into my philosophy. Mm-hmm. And I think that, Danielle, you really helped to affirm that the things that I was sort of channeling and shaping into a program and shaping into a coaching philosophy and system uh, resonated with my design and made total sense and that I could trust it. And that helped me to then step into ownership of that. And shortly after that, I started to see my engagement grow on LinkedIn, just like overnight, randomly, right? It was just a back-end decision to be like, okay, this is it. This is the program. This is what I'm going to stand behind. And I'm going to decide that this is exciting. I'm going to decide that this is something that sells. I'm going to decide that this is important. And it is, but there was a big, important choice for me to make in that because I could have stayed in the energy of doubt and doubt would kind of haunt me no matter what I was selling, I think. Um, yeah. So overcoming that, choosing, yeah. choosing to see that and choosing to align behind my program and, and my thinking and, and, and what I do really. I know for you, you have that vocation that I was like, oh my gosh, this, everyone needs this from you. Do you want to mm-hmm. speak on that a little bit? My vocation is gate 40, right? I think that's what you're referring to. Let me double check. The one of like the shadow of dullness. Yeah. It's so perfect because 
before I'd ever studied the gene keys or my human design gates, I was coaching people around getting out of burnout. And so that is basically the shadow of that gate. It's my vocation. It is dullness. It's being bogged down by life. It's living into others' expectations. And that is the key insight that I've had as a coach who helps people protect and, and, and break free from cycles of burnout is that really ultimately the people that I serve best are those who kind of get trapped in orientation towards others and um, not being able to, to sort of trust and, and honor themselves. Um, and so, so yeah, so, so that's what I do. And then I've also been leaning more into um, the gift of that and the gifts of my, my sun gate and my uh, like life's work or whatever it's called. Yeah. Being key too, just like it's, it's moving away from, from healing people from pain and problems and into like the kind of leader that you get to be the kind of connection to purpose, the clear channel that you become for like, you know, game changing industry, changing insights and um, yeah, being more and more excited about the gift come out of the thing to the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. It's been powerful to watch. We just had a um, call where you had a pretty powerful breakthrough around knowing that you are Uh, essential in your (laughs) talk about that a little bit. Because I think we I had shadow can, coming up again. I think we can all get into that space where it's like we have a bad launch or we have a you know a marketing campaign that didn't do like we thought it was going to do, and we can all kind of feel like I mean, do people even know that I'm here, and are they even paying attention? So you can lose yeah. yourself in those those cycles of just shadow. Really, is what it is, but. Yeah, go ahead. I was so deep in it, like not being able to see the point of what I was doing. And for me, I had gotten thrown off because I'm quite, quite sensitive. And I was just feeling like the weight of the world. And I, when big things happen to humanity, I start to question if there's any value in what I'm doing, if people need it, if it makes sense for me to talk about it, if I need to talk about world issues. And I get so, I can get so confused, honestly, about what's important. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was really doubting myself and the value of the service I was providing. And just through talking through it with you, we managed to find this shift where I was like, wait, the reason that I am actually experiencing this shadow right now is because I'm not currently invested in a service like me, <laughs> like the somatic alchemy, the <laughs> healing, the subconscious reprogramming. I know how to do it. Don't get me wrong. I'm an expert, but when I don't have the outside support in those areas, um, I can fall back into old patterns. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, I need me right now. I yeah. need someone like me or me. And so I am essential in this moment more than more than ever. And I just saw it so clearly. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you walked yourself into that. I mean, I held space for it, but you walked yeah. yourself into realizing that absolutely you're essential, especially in times like this. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, this is why I value coaching so much because I would not have walked myself into that understanding <laughs> if I didn't have you holding the space. That's why I love making these investments. I think it's, it's yeah. It's just yeah. Great. Yeah. There is something to be said about making a big investment. Uh, Mastermind is a big investment. And, but I love how you say it turned me on because it does bring you to a new level of, oh, now I have to show up and actually do the thing that I'm saying I want to do. Yes. It's like, it was super confronting and also exciting. Yeah. Really exciting. And um, it just led me to be, this is one more thing I'll add about my journey was that because I was kind of aiming small, I, I had a little bit of like a lackadaisical orientation to my business. And this investment really left little room for error. You know, I really had to be committed. And one thing that came out of um, these past few months for me, just sort of by happenstance, but needed to happen. And I think I was inviting into my experience was just so much chaos in my, in my personal life. And uh, like in my housing, in my health, like I had a bunch of things come up to challenge me and to really reveal how disorganized I felt in the systems and structures in my business. Mm. And I really understood that I needed to clean up like the masculine containment inside my business um, more than I even needed to perfect my marketing or my, my, my content or any of that front facing things. I really needed the, the organization to hold me. And so um, yeah, that, that came through as really important as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've really moved into your own version of CEO energy for sure, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Kelly, go ahead and tell everyone who you are. I know probably everyone knows who you are, but your energy type and what your business journey has been. Yeah, my name is Kelly Keelan. I'm a 2-4 reflector. And when I came to, uh, when I started working with Danielle, I was coach for 
women. Um, I did like weight loss and hormones and I was feeling kind of stuck. Well, I was feeling a lot of things about that. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, um, not, I was not, um, it was not an aligned business for me and I didn't really even know it at the time, but, um, I, I quickly, I mean, the first thing I found out was that I was a reflector and that changed a lot. The other thing that I quickly realized was that I had a lot of personal chaos going in my, going on in my life. And so I had to clean that up and there's a big connection with love and money. Mm-hmm. That's what I soon found out. And so energetic. As I, yeah. 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 And so as I started cleaning up my personal life, things started falling in, into place with my business, but I realized that I was, you know, running my business like a, you know, like a, in a generator world. Mm-hmm. And so I had to do a lot of deconditioning to really fall into alignment. So much like what Francine said, I grew up, you know, being taught that in order to make money, you have to work really hard and it has to be painful. Mm. And so deconditioning that was a huge step for me. Yeah. Remember when we had to take six months out of your business? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I don't think we've ever talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I really felt called to take six months off and just do nothing, which was so hard for me. It was really hard on my, you know, my, my self-worth and my, um, I, I, I had to work through a lot of unworthiness and feeling like I didn't have a purpose, but it was all very necessary deconditioning Mm -hmm. that, you know, by deconditioning that, I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. What did you learn by doing that? Because I think this is so valuable for any non-sacral being when someone like me comes in and says, it's time to rest. If you're being told it's time to rest and you're feeling called to rest, give yourself the grace and rest. So what I guess is, how did you learn to trust that that's what you needed? Um, I... At first, since I didn't, I didn't have a, a lot of my own intuition and inner knowing, I had to rely on yours and I trusted mm. you. And I knew yeah. I knew that you were your wisdom was was truth. And so at first I relied on you. And but over time I have learned to really develop my own intuition. And now I, I I'm able to trust what my intuition. Yeah. Tells me. Yeah. That, that was a funny conversation we had where it was like, well, have I ever been wrong? (laughs) Like when you would say things, I'd be like, well, I mean, let's look at the track record, (laughs) but you know what, Kelly, you have really, really leaned into trust because I think, and I know this is what it is. Your soul was just like, I need something that wasn't going to leave you alone. It was not going to leave you alone. Yeah. Yeah. And and go ahead. I was gonna say, and so I mean, that's what I did. I, I just trusted, and I, and then everything just started falling into place, and I just have attracted so much abundance into my life. It's yeah, crazy. A lot of it happened when you slowed down, mm-hmm. didn't it? Yep. Yeah, and then I really feel like, oh my gosh, the last six months have I have quantum leaped. My, <laughs> I have jumped so many timelines in the past six months that I barely recognize my life. And yeah. I cleaned up a lot of the personal chaos that was going on. And so it's been amazing. One of the things I think is so fun about a reflector is you can literally make money in any way you want. You do not have to have the same business model as anyone else. If you wake up one day and you want to offer private coaching for six months for 30K, you can do that. If you want to take six months off and just have somebody even pay for your six months off, you can do that. Like your money has come in all sorts of unexpected ways. It has, it has. I can't, I mean, just, um, it's just come from, you know, I'll, you know, it might be like a tax refund that I get or some, you know, money that I didn't even know you wouldn't even expect. Or somebody buys you a car. (laughs) Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. I've been gifted a lot of amazing things too. Yeah. 
Well, what do you think? I mean, I know we've we've done so much together, but what do you think has been the biggest shift for you in order to be able to receive this kind of abundance as normal? Because by now, like it's normal for you. Yeah. Right. But I think for any reflector listening, that might feel far off. So maybe just speak to that a little bit. Yeah. I think it, it seems like as I, as I started, um, deconditioning, doing the inner child work, um, just piece by piece, uncovering those layers that were keeping me from my authenticity. The more I did that, the more I started attracting the abundance. So mm. it's, it's just been all about, um, uncovering all the crap yeah. that was keeping me from who I really am. Yeah. The parts of you that weren't really you. Right. Right. That your mind have had maybe convinced you that that's who you were. Yes. Yeah. So if you could, um, pinpoint it to any gene key or part of your chart, what would you pinpoint? Yes. So, um, probably, I mean, my sun gate, I did a lot, um, the, um, half-heartedness, um, I did a lot of, of deconditioning around that. And then I was compromising too. That's my other sun gate is I was compromising so many areas in my life. I was, I wasn't setting boundaries with, with people, um, just tolerating so much crap. <laughs> yeah. So I think the sun gate was huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know you came in like really doubting your decisions. You're like, I can't stay committed. I'm a different person every day. Like it was feeling really chaotic to you. What advice would you give a reflector who's maybe feeling the same way around their decisions and having to take so long and blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. Um, just, just trusting the process and just, um, you know, the more you work with your design, um, you start to kind of get the hang of it. So what I mean by that is just because I'm a reflector doesn't mean I can't make quick decisions, but yeah. now I have my intuition. I know when I need a full lunar cycle versus when I don't. Mm. So it's, um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's just come with a lot of practice and just, um, spending time, you know, in the experiment, spending time in the experiment and with yourself. Yes. Really. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest gift you've given yourself too. Yeah. yeah everything in her, your life has changed the kids, everything. It's been so beautiful to watch. So yeah. fun. Yes, it has. <laughs> okay. So I want to kind of open it up to every one of you. And I'd love for you to give your piece of advice or your sense of wisdom um, to someone who's maybe who, where you were five months ago, a year ago, what words would you have to share for the woman who's feeling like she's ready for the next level, knows maybe this alignment experiment is for her, but she's just not quite sure how to get there. Let's start with Amy. Well, um, obviously, Obviously, I guess starting with your strategy and authority, right? Like you have to feel into, you know, if you know you're ready for something. I think what Kelly just said too about learning how to work with that energy. Like for me mm -hmm. as a emotional authority, that's taken me a while to feel into and to realize I don't need a really long time to go through 17 emotional waves. I can figure now I can figure that out. So so but to me, like if you're feeling called to I guess to make the next step to more, just do it. Just trust. Mm. I mean, um, for me, it's obviously for everyone, it's a process, but there's a reason you're listening. There's a reason you feel that way. Um, there's a reason I found the podcast on an airplane a couple of years ago, <laughs> you know, like there's a reason. And so listen to that, trust that if you can't do anything else, um, start there. Um, and I don't be your own guru. <laughs> like you have I love everything that for you, you need. Yeah. That was big because you were like, I've trusted all the other gurus. And I'm like, how about you are the guru? <laughs> mm -hmm. it, which, yeah. which directly relates to my sun gate too. So it just, mm -hmm. you already have everything you need, but to have a guide on the journey that can uncover those subtle things that maybe you can't see or you don't want to see or to mm -hmm. tell you the hard thing. Like, I love all of that. And I agree with, um, I feel like somewhere in my chart as well. And even if it's not that connection to commitment energy was also huge for me because I knew you held the space of like, you wouldn't work with me if you didn't think you could help me. And like, just knowing that I was like, I kind of leaned on that too. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not beyond 
help, <laughs> you know, like I know, like, because you all feel like that sometimes, right? You know, like I've tried so many things. Is this it? You know, especially if you're burnout and you're just tired and this was kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I've never tried anything like this. I'm going to do it. And, um, the amazing gifts that come from trust in general is, you know, if you're being called to it, listen to that. And the more you listen to that inner voice, that intuition, that knowing, the more you hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's one thing I can say is I 1000% trust the universe has always got my back and is always taking care of me. So I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad I'm able to just like, if I, if I, I always tell you guys, if I could just lend you my trust because it will, it's never as bad as you think it is. It's, there's always a way out. Okay. So let's go to Francine. What words of wisdom would you have for somebody? I would also like to echo what Rachel said about your commitment. And it's funny because I had this written down and I didn't put it into words uh, as eloquently as what you had pointed out, but it was basically the same sentiment. It's just that you have like a no bullshit way of of holding me personally accountable. And I needed that. And that was one of the things that came up with my inner child is that stop breaking promises to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that that's something that that you really brought out in me and showed me. Um, I definitely tapped into that. But I can say, just coming from the energetics of a projector, if I can share the way that I would, if you are a projector out there and you're looking to make a decision and you are running around and not resting, it's very hard to tap into your intuition. Mm. And I think that that's the first step in making any big decision for a projector. And I can only speak to them really is just chill out a little bit. Just, you know, take a couple of days and, and just rest. And something that your son Jaden pointed out to me is that a lot of Times when you are a non-sacral being and you are running around on everybody else's energy, it almost creates a veil mm. and it's very hard to tap into your intuition. It's almost like you can't hear it. Yeah. And I definitely, that rang true for me. And it was only when I quieted myself and I got into that rest that I could tap back into that. So, um, and also rest in, and no caffeine. I hate to break it to you. Like us projectors, it's, it's those stimulants. I don't know, Kelly, like you had said at one point too, I think maybe even being a reflector, it really masks your energy levels and you can't, you don't know when you need to rest. So one cup of green tea a day and a lot of rest. That is so important. (laughs) I know I don't speak about that enough, but it is really important not to mask your natural energy to let it do what it needs to do for you. Yeah. Good, good point. Thank you for pointing that out. I have to chime in quick, Danielle, because you had talked about as far as far as energy goes with man, manifesting generators, the importance of rest for manifesting generators. I just want to put that out there for sleep that if you think you're listening to this and you can still chug the caffeine and do whatever because you're a generator or a manifesting generator, you still can't. <laughs> you still yeah. need to sleep and take care of your body. Like we start like square one with your aura care, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your body. And like, I would feel like that. It's like, oh, I can do whatever. I can do anything. And then it's like, no, you can't. You To have all the energy of a manifesting generator, you have to sleep and rest too. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Rachel, do you want to go next or do you have to? Great. So, okay. So I would say just because I was coming from such a frustrated and stuck energy prior to investing in this mastermind, I think that um, as long as there's some element of desire there, it doesn't matter like how quiet it is or how loud the frustration is, it it matters. Mm. Um, and you should honor it. Uh, you should do whatever you want, but, you know, uh, honor it. Um, because I don't think that I used to feel that I had to be really excited about something in order for it to be right. Like I always Ah. wanted there to be a lot of energy behind something where I could like, I could feel myself like connecting to it and visualize it. So I knew I would be able to create it. And in this case, I really didn't have that feeling. It was kind of a quiet little idea that I wanted more for my Mm -hmm. business. And I was mostly frustrated. Um, And so it would have been easy for me to talk myself out of what it was. I actually stood in that plateau area for like quite some time, um, you know, not thinking that I should act on that. And I won't say that it's been this like amazing process of like, oh, it's amazing. I'm creating everything I desire. It's so easy. But I'm seeing that like there is some, I think that's another generator conditioning is like, like the idea that you should just do what kind of feels joyful and what lights you up. It's like, 
you do have to bust through some levels where things aren't natural and do not give you joy and feel really hard, actually, at times. And that doesn't mean that you're not magnetic and you're not in that sort of. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I, I do, I hope I spend enough time on this in the, in the formula because a lot of generators or MGs will come to me like, but that doesn't really excite me or light me up. And I'm like, excitement is a feeling. What do you desire? Like, I love mm-hmm. that you pointed that out because that is the thing that we have to tap into. There is always going to be something that you have to do in your business, in your life that is worth doing, but in that moment isn't giving you that lit up manic feeling. That's not, that's not what it means. It's what do you desire and follow that into yeah. you need to figure out for yourself. Yeah. And I want to add to that, that the feeling of satisfaction that I have post fact from having put the work in and having created results, even if it wasn't something super exciting that got me high in the process of doing it, the satisfaction is there after. And that's way more meaningful. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It is. Um, when I've done some anchoring work with satisfaction, I'm like, this is such an amazing feeling. Satisfaction to me is everything. I mean, I'm an MG, but to me, it's like I imagine what it would feel like for a manifester to feel peace or a projector to feel success. Like I watch Noah walk around and he is walking success. And I imagine that that's what it feels like to sit in that success is just how satisfied I feel all the time. So yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Satisfaction is more sustainable than success. Oh, good one. Yeah, Amy, what? I'm sorry, then excitement, then excitement. That's what I meant. Yes. Satisfaction is more sustainable than excitement. Yes. Excitement is a feeling. Yes. It'll go away. Yeah. Okay. Amy. I just wanted to say, I love Rachel's comment about the lit up thing, because that really tripped me up when I first started learning about strategy and authority as a manifesting generator too. And I feel like there's a lot of information out there that isn't quite on about that. And that is something you've taught me. And what it was for me, it was the going from desire to decision to action, to result. And I did not have all of those steps in place. And I thought the lit up was supposed to be all of those things. And it wasn't. And the lit up is often, like you said, Rachel, it's that initial first thing. Like it's that initial, whether it's quiet or loud, that first desire. Often for me, I find that's true. It's the lit up because making a decision doesn't always feel good. Definitely taking the action on the decision doesn't always feel good either. And so like, I think that's such good such good information and insight to get out there because that was really a huge shift for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that desire to decision, to action, to result. That's so valuable. Yeah. Okay. So Kelly, what would you Um, say to someone? I would say, um, okay. So if you're being called to um, join the inner circle, the thing that's holding you back, that's usually the reason you should So like what I mean by that is if it's some sort, if you're, if what's holding you back from saying yes is because you have some sort of doubt or it's not going to work, or maybe it's even um, like a a financial thing, that's the, that's what you need to lean into. Mm. So that's what I've found with myself anyway. The thing that's holding me back is usually the reason why I need to, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's coming from a reflector. So that is reflecting back to us all the things I know when I'm coaching in the formula, it's like the, the, when, when I see the resistance come up, I'm like, there it is. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. That's the thing we're going to go all in on. And usually it's fear of some kind, but that's where the golden nugget is. Yep. And the other thing is there is, there are energetics in saying yes. So what I found is like, I'll say yes. Um, and even before I start the work, even before I start the program, um, saying yes to an investment in yourself is showing the universe how serious you are and the kind of, um, commitment you have to yourself and your own self-worth. So, Mm, yeah, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. I mean, ladies, I just want to thank you for doing this with me. I have to say, I feel like a proud mama bear just sitting here and seeing how far you've all come. And because I know each of your journeys very intimately, there's lots of things that we've been in and out of. And just to be even some part 
of the level of results that you have created just in this short amount of time. It's the most exciting thing that I've ever been a part of. It's the most satisfying thing I've ever been a part of. So I just want to thank you for sharing your story with everybody and being a part of this room with me. It's such an honor to have you in here. So if you're listening and you're thinking, I'd love to close a $25,000 deal from one client or receive $50,000 pay in full contracts, then I invite you to apply to our next Inner Circle round. And we're starting in January of 2024. This inner circle is really where we get to lock arms and dig deep into your business foundation and move you into alignment into all areas of your life. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I have. We have. And I hope that you check out each one of these ladies. We're going to throw their links in the show notes. Get a hold of them. Say hi. Get to know them. I will see you all next week. Cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. All right. Thank you for listening. If you feel like throwing some amazing karma out there, go ahead and leave a thoughtful review for this podcast and share it with one of your business besties. You can find more of me on TikTok, Instagram, and in my Facebook group. Find all the links in the show notes to never miss what's coming next over here. 